Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the entrance of Church of Laszlo. Dun, 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 Church of Laszlo. Dun, 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 Church of Laszlo podcast. <laughs> The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. Good. Glad no, I'm to not hear. great. Why? My AC's out of my house. It's colder here now in this hot studio. It wasn't an hour ago. When I walked in here, the AC was completely out. I was was thinking in my head, like, Mm -hmm. my God, if I go there and it's hot, I I I can't just leave and go home because it's going to be hotter. I don't know what I'll do. It wasn't hot. It was out. When I walked in, all the studio doors are open. All the fans are blowing. It was out. And my AC went out last night because it froze, so I had to... Go without it. It was oh, able man. to turn it back on this morning, but that's odd that we've had now. Th- the three of us have all been affected by Ugh. AC in the last 24 hours. What's wrong with yours? I thought you just fixed it. Well, yeah, broke again. Oh, so wait, hold on. So apparently, I don't know anything about HVAC, but that's Me why we neither. got our guy Dan. He's yeah, awesome. He's just really the nicest cool. guy in the world, so man. Nice. I couldn't, and I've even said like, man, if I can plug your company or whatever. Yeah. And so he's just doing it, helps us out because he's nice. Because he's like, yeah. no, 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 don't. I, I can't take any more work. And I, you, basically, like, it's 7 million degrees out. And right. I'm busy. I deal with AC. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, like, he came over on the weekend and looked at it and was like, yeah, man. I talked to him this morning. He's supposed to come over to my house tomorrow. He really is you're just at, one you're of those absolute, people. You know, you're lucky to have a guy. That, you're lucky to have a guy that you know like him. Yes. I'm being honest. Of like, course. not just because of what he does, but because you're like, man, that's a nice, like, you're a nice guy. Yeah. You know, like, you're talking Dual about threat. how can guys get vibes about people. You're like, man. He's a genuinely nice, per- right? Good person. Nice person, and I'm, he actually has empathy in his work. Like yeah. the guy offered to drive all the way home, get his inside AC units, right, the mm-hmm. window units, mm-hmm. and put it in my kids' bedroom so they wouldn't be hot. God, man! Wow, <laughs> that's nice. I and I, right on the mind. weekend, 
Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but I was like, no, dude, oh, you can't no, do that. No, like, you can't, can't do, do it. Yeah. Right? We'll yeah. figure it out. And you're hoping okay. that he's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go was. ahead and he do it. He was. He was over it. He right. was like, no, dude, yeah. I'll go do it. Like, whatever. You know, I'll come back and get him once we get this thing fixed. I'm like, no, we're good. Yeah. But I only had the kid. Yeah, they were the mom Monday and Tuesday. So hopefully yeah. I can get it fixed. Wednesday will just be me hot. So uh, is he saying that this time around you're going to have to replace it? Because I feel like I cursed us by talking about my AC a couple months ago. No, not yet. But, you know. He's like, you know, well, we'll try it this way, but it's a gamble. So you're going to try and patch so it up I'm gambling again. again. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I would keep patching. Yeah. I'm sure at this point I've spent enough on mine that I probably could have bought maybe two uh, new ones. That's the problem. But, hey, you know what? That's why they finance cars with high interest rates and everything else with high interest rates because sometimes all you can afford is to patch something up yeah. is the now. And I just need it to work. And I told him that. I was like, man, I don't have, like, you know. I mean, I'm, you know, I, nobody likes to hear anybody complain about money or whatever. I'm like, I got two kids' baseball things to pay for. We're going on vacation, right? And then I did just spend, like, a bunch of money the other day because I was like, well, you know, we're going on vacation. I should, you know, let's just get the nice Airbnb. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And then I just wake up in the morning. It's 97 degrees in my house. I'm like, yep. Of course yep. it is. I th- you should be is. allowed to complain about it. I complained about it a couple of months ago. It's $15,000 <laughs> is what they told me for an air conditioner for my 900-square-foot, one-bathroom right. house. It, it's, I don't understand how people do it. I really right. don't. And I know that people finance stuff. I mean, when, I, when they came out to look at mine, I'm like, what we do here is you can actually lease it from us. So you, never, you just make payments on it year-round. Yeah. You never really own it. You can buy yourself out of the lease. Like That's where we're at now because they know that people don't have – an extra $15,000 sitting around right. to fix an AC when it goes out. And it's I'm, tough, man. I think 15's on the high end. Right. Uh, maybe that's but like I the think luxury like version. 7's on the low end. On the lower, yeah. yeah. I think if I didn't have the heat pump and all that, then maybe I could get it for under ten grand. Yeah. you know, according to them. Now, Dan, I, I haven't actually asked him what it would cost because he hasn't even... He hasn't suggested it yet. He's not even. Right. He's not one of these people that's like, "What we should do is just replace the whole thing. We get you a nice new unit." That's not what he's doing. He just wants to help. He's like, mm-hmm. "All right, here's what's wrong now. You know, we, we should be able to fix it this way." Right. And you know, something if you want to replace it, I mean, you know, I'll do it. But when I brought those other guys out, which I just looked up, can I tell HVAC, you the back worst piece of news? Wow, well, uh, man, I don't know if I should share it. I will. Uh, if he gets mad at me, uh, I won't. It's okay. Dan. He had just mentioned that. Um, in passing, and I don't know, it was just in passing that he might not do this anymore. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's just, it's like when the handyman said he was going to retire, yeah. although he still hasn't totally retired. I tried texting him, I can't get him. So he is slower to respond, so he <laughs> might be partially retired. Right. And then the plumber, I thought the plumber moved. Turns out he just got a new phone number, so I got him back on the line right. if you need a plumber. But Dan does plumbing. Yeah. Oh, Dan's yeah, your that's guy right. for both. everything. That's right, he does both. He does both. Yeah. Is Dan the new Kenny? Well, yeah, with that stuff, I don't know that he necessarily does, like, I would have called Kenny over and be like, hey, can you hang this basketball net? Like, I don't think, I think he'd be like, build uh, you a birdhouse if you want. (laughs) Whatever. I think one time he was over work and I was like, you know, uh, I said, man, do you you do other kind of stuff? He's like, well, what do you want? I'm like, well, I got to hang all these Christmas lights and stuff. And he's like... That's a little out of my pay grade, man. I don't even put them on my own house. I'm like, okay, so you just kind of let you know. Oh, Kenny like, said that? Really? No, 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 no. Dan. Oh, oh okay. Okay, I was like, Kenny said no, no. to hanging Christmas lights? <laughs> no, Christmas. I feel like Kenny came over and hung my Christmas lights. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally understand the idea of My idea was like, if you're going to do all this stuff, I just throw all my money at you because I, whatever it is I want done, I'll throw it to you. But I think there's a point where he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that, really. Yeah, it's the role, you know, the outdated role of the husband, right? right yeah. I need a husband in my life. Right. And uh, Kenny has been my husband for a long yeah, time. Yeah, now your husband. Now I have to admit, Dan and I've been flirting <laughs> right. quite, quite a bit. We text. We text on the weekends, which is. I think, not me, I think me and Dan are in a committed relationship. Yeah, 
you know. But I think Dan's like, you know, hey, you might need to see other people too. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I can't fulfill I all love your you. needs. And he's like, I, you know, we're both going to have to see other people. It's fair. It's fair. The Church of Laszlo. What's going on? I know we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but uh, everyone got a chance to watch all or at least some of quarterback. Is it quarterbacks yeah. or a quarterback? Yeah. On Netflix? Yeah, the Netflix quarterback. show. I think it's just quarterback, yeah. yeah. It's good. Uh, Kirk Cousins. And I Marcus knew, Mariota, I was like, Patrick you know, at first I was like, okay, I, I bet you this is going to be good, but I wasn't sold on it until that opening segment when you're like, oh, Peyton Manning made this. Yeah, I know. I didn't like, know right that he made it. Right then I knew, like, he's not going to make anything crappy. It's going to be good. And... um. All of those quarterbacks are going to give him complete access. Like, you just knew, like, okay, he's going to... If Peyton Manning's involved, i got to think quarterbacks are like, yeah, man, whatever you need. Yeah. Right? I yeah. thought it was really cool. I didn't know it was him until I started yeah. watching it. But it's funny because the first, like, five minutes of it, actually, I was a little bit turned off because they were going into, like, you know, how they started dating and stuff like that. I was like, oh, is this going to be like well, a reality I show? It. Well, I, it fell into the into rhythm for me right after that. I just got worried because the trailers made it look like you're going to get to see a lot of behind-the-scenes action on the field. You know, they're right. mic'd up. I was like, is that not really what this is? But they do a There's good a mix mixture of, both, of yeah. it. Yeah, do a good mixture of it. I have to admit, I got maybe a little more than halfway through, and I kind of started to fast-forward through Mariota's parts. So did I. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I just... I, I got one like episode in. He seems very nice. He's, he seems like a very nice guy. His wife seems very nice. I like her. And them sitting around... Reading the plays yeah, together. I saw that part that she reads him the plays and he has to memorize them. And I mean, they seem like a good couple. Yeah, and they seem nice again. But I just was like, well, now, his story is interesting to me. You know, I don't Heisman Trophy football, winner. So. Nobody else won the Heisman. He did. Yeah, but coming out of college, he conceivably, by everybody's thoughts, would have been way better than either of those other two guys. Right. You know what I mean? So to see the one guy who won the Heisman and did all that stuff to be the one that's struggling, I thought is just kind of. You know, they picked the right guy to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and he he's 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 nice, like I said, but he's just slightly dry. I don't yeah, know. Right. Is that it? Okay. Not he's super just, exciting. Yeah, he's kind of monotone and there's well, not Kirk a lot Cousins of, is just a dork. Super dorky, but he owns it. He owns his he dorkiness and and to the point where it's endearing. You're you're right. To the point where and they and they made they did a good job of making that because when you're watching it, you're like, This guy's a dork, man. Mm-hmm. Good quarterback, just a dork. And um the dad clothes things. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, she just picks them out. And they show his closet. He's just got a ton of button-up shirts like Snowco, yeah. right? Like, he's just got them all. He's like, yeah, just wear those. Did you, you know? get to the part where he does the press conference in the Vikings sport coat? No. Thing? Oh, okay. Because the, the wife dressed Nothing wrong with his shirt, Snowco, but he's got like a hundred of those in his closet, yeah, and that's the, it, yeah, right? Button-ups, and, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't like to make any decisions right. about he anything other than football. Drives a minivan. He's, he's yeah. still like Yeah, he had that van forever. There was yeah. a couple other quirky mm-hmm. things about him. Obviously, he never like really cusses. Chevy, he has like an F-150 or something. But he seems, you know, he's kind of, I guess you assume, I assumed, that he's kind of religious, and he gets to that, and he talks right. about being religious. Yeah. But I just assume because, you know, he says, I mean, gosh, he says, gosh a lot. Guys, yeah, so you're like, okay. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean you're religious, but it's a good indicator. No, I think it is. Be, it right? does mean you're religious. I don't know. Are there people who I don't think don't there's anybody who doesn't believe in God who doesn't say, God damn it. Okay. There would be yeah. no reason not to. I know, but I'm making a conscious decision who... to say, gosh darn it, at this point in your life. Yeah. Yep. At yeah. any point in your life, really. Even if you're little, you're making a conscious decision to not say "God damn it." Yeah, so right, you're like, I'm not going to say that word. I'll say, "Gosh darn it." Depending on how far it's the so religion much more goes, natural it flows out of you. And everybody says it. it, so like you know, and yeah. you know, "Gosh darn it" sounds different, right? So for you to say it, you're make you have to be making a conscious decision. Yep, and it, and it doesn't work. They've done tests. <clears throat> well, that's the thing. Actual cussing <laughs> works better, right? And you know, that, you know. 
part of me was like, well, you know, that's the reason why you're 11-6 and getting booed out of the playoffs, man. I hate to say it, but like it, I, the way you were trying to rally those troops, like, gosh darn it, yeah, let's play harder. <laughs> I feel like if I was on that team, I'd be like, gosh darn it, let's get a different quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're good, let's get one that's... He is kind you know, of an awkward he's leader. He's trying to get fired up and stuff, but it's hard to get fired up when somebody's like, ah, God dang it. You're like, right. Grandpa? Right. Right? Like, it's just, you know, where you see Mahomes and he's like, I'll be here all day. Yeah. I'm that mm-hmm. effing guy, right? Like, on the field, you're like, oh, I can follow that guy. Yes. Right? All, yes. You know, the exactly. way he fired him up. Yeah, he's much better than either of the other two when it comes to, at least sounds like, looks right. like, leading people. Watching Cousins try and rally the troops, like you said, it's a little it's right. a little unnatural. But It's like, you know, we're going to go out there and do this the nice guy way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ah, shucks, guys. Let's play harder. Right. Hey, guys, that's on me. And maybe that worked. Look, he's a successful quarterback and very good so far. But for me, if I, that just it, would, it wouldn't fire me up. Where Mahomes is like, you know. When you see him on the field, again, he's like all day long, all day long. Yeah. And then when he gets up with that guy and he's like, you just messed with the wrong mother. Like, mm-hmm. You're like, okay, man, let's go. I'm in. I'll get in that boat with yeah, you. Let's it, go. It made me like Pat more. That dude was twice his size. Yeah. He got right in his face. I mean, look, I already liked Pat. I didn't know that I could like him more. I liked Actually, him more. you guys know I didn't really like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you went through I mean, I thought he was a great like... quarterback, but, you know, like his press conferences and stuff, I'm like, dude, I don't know. Why are you, you, were on the why fence. Are you always wearing, you know, Jeans with beads on the pocket and stuff like that. The quarterback forgot. You know what I mean? Like, but he, even he addresses it, which I thought was cool. We're in that one thing where he's like, "I got to figure out a new haircut, man. I can't be having a mohawk my entire life." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah you should have figured it out three years ago." But I like that you're <laughs> that you're thinking about it. You know, I just like I didn't know for sure if he was the kind of guy that cusses to that extent that talks trash right. about him himself being good you know yeah. getting other people's i like all you that like stuff that? yeah uh you like that i guess that's cousins and, and you can yeah. see why that became his catchphrase because right. yeah. for him to say and if, you, if you're not a football fan years ago how many years ago was that cousins when he's playing for washington mm-hmm. uh was coming into the tunnel after a game and was came around the corner looking at these cameras and he goes you like that you yeah. like that and it became a slogan right. in dc and they they held the towels up and everything and it was because this guy is so Kind of friendly and dorky. not a trash talker and dorky that you like that you like that was about as close so to dropping the f bomb yeah as yeah. you were going to get from him right but I do think he's very endearing I think Mahomes uh, is really good I think Andy Reid seems yeah. really endearing right. as well yeah. with Mahomes' daughter that was great yes that he just wonderful. and I know he's not in it a ton mm-hmm. but just those times that he is in it he just seems like a genuinely like he enjoys like spending the most time with the Vikings quarterback or Vikings coach, coach. yeah he and well, seems like he's like a good guy yeah and it seems like they yeah. have a good good relationship yeah, I think Andy Reid has like one or two talking heads and the Vikings coach is on there probably every episode right yeah is you he know? younger than cousins or he he's probably, probably younger. he might be like a year older or something but that, I always thought that would be weird like if you're the quarterback and then you got to run over there every time his coach is yelling I'm like is that guy younger than you you know yeah. does that is that bother you at all I mean Ideally, you're both because you're young enough to be playing. Well, how old is Cousins? Probably 34, 35, something like that. He's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he might be a little bit older now. I'm not sure. Yeah. But just that idea of like, what, what's your story before this? You know, and and Cousins. I mean, Lazo, you've said you're right. I will say that that was annoying about Mahomes. What? Good rush, big dog. Good rush. This, it was talks, big dog a lot. He said oh, big yeah. dog a lot. The, my friend says Cousins, that all the big time. Big dog. Uh, 
Cousins is 34. All right, 34, big dog. Okay. Yeah, that's what my friend says all the time. And we were Good like, job, man, big he dog. sounds just like him. He I'm talk, like, okay. And he'll go up to these guys after the game. But, like, you know, game plan, that's really nitpicking, but he does yeah. say big dog all lot. He says lot. it a lot. Good game plan, big dog. Good guy. All right, <laughs> all right. Yes, you too, sir. All right, big dog. I'm like, whoa, yeah. man. But he seems like a, he, he does. And I thought uh, Brittany Mahomes came off like, you know, a really nice, genuine person. That's yeah. what I was hoping, that this was going to make more people outside of Kansas City. You didn't know if it would like or not, right? Or it could make it worse, you yeah, know? She's pretty outspoken. Yeah. You know, she's not a woman to hide behind the camera, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, which I'm not saying she should or she shouldn't, but as we all know in documentaries or anything that's being live-taped, when you're not that person, sometimes you can say stuff that turns people off. That's, it is what it is. But I thought she came off unbelievably human. I, you know, I've never disliked her. I've disliked some of the things she's done, maybe, but I haven't. And, I, and not even really, I don't dislike anything that she's done. The one critique I would have of her, if anything, is that, you know, does Pat have to go in there on Monday and talk to somebody because you shot champagne down on? And are they, oh. like, it's just one extra conversation that I, but. You know, but that if that's a critique at all, and by the way, he married her, so he knows what she's like, and he's fine with it. So, you yeah, know. I always wondered when you're as good as Mahomes, if that does get brought up. Like, does someone from the team say, "Hey, we've got this distraction"? I'm sure they have somebody. Uh, no matter how be, good you are, would it be more likely for his brother? Right? Would it be Andy Reid? Well, no, I, mean, I even think to but, talk yeah, to him but, about but, his brother, but anybody in the way. family. I'm sure it's a GM or somebody to be like, "Hey, this happened." Right, you know, and it, it may not be like you know he's so good that it may not be like you know, do something about it. It may just be like, hey, you know, we have to, you know, the press is going to ask you about it. They got to prep them for that stuff. I would, you know, what do you want to talk about? Certainly any other player, I would imagine they're having those conversations. Mm -hmm. I just wondered, I have wondered in the past with him, I'm like, is he just so good that they're like, yeah, don't. I think at least they prep him. him." Okay. Well, at least because he doesn't want to walk out there to a national press and them, you know, being like, you know, hey, your wife did this and this and this, right? Well, he's so media trained, too, that I figure, like, he has... Well, that's where he, he gets has, it from. He has stock answers ready for those kinds of questions. Well, I think that comes from them. Right, right. That's not something no. that they just let him roll out and talk no, about. No, I agree. I, yeah. So that's why I think, is it one extra meeting where they got to be like, hey, when they ask about your brother or when they ask about your wife or they ask about your mom, you know... We're not telling you what to say, but here's some ways to handle it. I'm positive they do that. They have yeah, to. Yeah, the media training thing makes sense. I would assume yeah. that someone who's so just be in one extra media often. training, but who cares? That's really such a small critique. I was really hanging. And I thought on she her. sounded. I thought she was really cool. Like I, I was mm-hmm. like, oh man. She seems super nice. I was hanging on to her every word, just kind of like, as I know the internet's going to be all over if she mm-hmm. slips up. Yep. So I kept waiting. You know, is she going to slip up here? She's, she's gonna... nothing but supportive. Yeah. The, like. the only thing, and I, I, of course, people online, I did seem like a online. great mom. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she and does. he seemed like a really good dad, absolutely. man, like engaged. Like, I was impressed with that. Yeah. yeah. No, because I do think parents. there can be, you know, well, I, you know, I shouldn't judge anybody, but I guess my without even knowing. But my thought is maybe Brady didn't spend that much time seems like with his kids, story, right? right? But I mean, in the documentaries I've seen of him, he's got his kids all around. So I'm just guessing. But who knows? Who I would knows? imagine if you get to that level and you're that dedicated to one thing, that something has to take a back seat. Yeah, it, there's no other way about it. You can't. Everything takes time, and there's a limited amount of time. Yeah. I was like, man, that dude's engaged, man. Like, engaged with his kid and seems like a really good dad. Yeah, they seem like a good couple and they seem like a good family and they're both good parents. Yeah. And, the- and it seemed like they had a good support system around yeah. the people that were hanging out with them Absolutely. seemed like good people good who friends. cared about them. Yeah. There's nobody in that group of people, even in a small amount of time, 
that was in the house with them and those other things where I thought, like, oh, man, you ought to watch that guy, man. He looks like a hanger on. Like, nobody yeah. in there that I felt like that. No. And, I mean, maybe we wouldn't have access to it. Who knows? But I... I was kind of looking for the same thing. You're wondering right. who's people. But he, talks he goes so to the party with all his friends. Like yeah. he's known them forever. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of looking for those people system. who seem a little too excited to be around exactly. him at his house. Exactly. You know that sort of a thing. But yeah. but I mean, and then watching it because there is sort of an inside the NFL th- aspect to this where they're showing these games. And you know, if you're curious, what we're talking about is quarterback on Netflix. Yeah. And I, you guys have fin- I haven't finished it. But. I finished it. You're almost finished. Um, finished I'm it. up to the Cincy game. Okay. The AFC okay. Championship. I actually watched. I think I've wanted to watch it mostly twice because I watched it and Brooke hadn't seen one. it, so I turned on again. So I, I, I did. I think still miss a few Marcus Mariota parts, but yeah. uh, you know, again, nothing against the guy. But watching these games and watching Cousins, who had a great season, right? Yeah. I knew he had a great season. I remember asking Lazo when their record got to the point that the media started. I'm just talking not a Kirk Cousins believer. You were never a believer. I said, I'm so still not a believer. The Vikings, like, and you're like, they got Cousins. No, you know, this, no. I'm just not a believer. They're not going to win. I feel like, and I and I feel like it. um, That made me. This made me feel more confident in that. Me too. That he didn't have it. He doesn't have it. He's really, really good. Like you know, there's only 24 people who do his job in the entire world. So when you're knocking someone, you're not you're knocking them as compared to the people that he competes with. You know what I mean? And then above that, how many are just unbelievable at what they do? And I just watching him, I'm like, man, you're really good. Yes. But you ain't it. No. You ain't it. And, and there's only maybe, them. you know, in the history of the world, there's maybe only been 30 of them that are it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, but, you know, that's a... You're still up it, there. It's, still a, the, right. it's a bad knock on someone. Yes. You know what I mean? But he's not the Super Bowl But it, I'm like, I don't... I, I just don't see you as that guy. I'm with you that it totally reinforced, made me feel even stronger about the idea that he's not it. Right. You'd already said that. When, you, when they started having a good season, I asked you about it last right. year, you're like, eh, and that's Cousins. I'm like, it hey, looks like he's playing pretty well. But seeing it behind the scenes, I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't think he's got what it takes. But also, I'm watching him, you know, backed up to these Patrick Mahomes highlights. And, I, you know, to me, Mahomes, it seems like he just got here. He still feels brand new to me, you know? And I, at least I think that. But then when I start watching these other quarterbacks play, I'm like, God, I forget how much different the game looks when you don't have Mahomes. How different the game can look and usually looks. I mean, Cousins had a good season, and they had a good record. And you look at them play, you watch them play, it's just, it's night and day. NFL history. history, Oh, he's good. He's a good quarterback, but you watch him play, and you're like, wow. The difference between him and and Mahomes is just totally night and day. It's not even close. And that's where you go, okay, that's, you know, I guess you're not the elitist of the elite. Yeah, there's only a few of them. And I'm guessing, you know. Brady, yep. I, I I happen to think Burroughs is that guy. I do. I think he seems. I think he's got. I haven't seen. I don't have anything behind him. The same way I was judging Cousins without having anything behind him. But I feel like if we had Burroughs on camera, he'd be talking that same way. He'd be firing up those guys, and they would they would follow him no matter what. And he, he feels seems like good, that too. guy. Like to watch him play is a little right. more obvious about his strengths. You know, watching Cousins play. It's just totally different. It's yeah. just very kind of – it reminds me of a kid growing up watching the Chiefs get all these you know, almost retired quarterbacks coming in from other teams, and, and you hope to have a winning season. You hope to at least make it to a playoff game that you lose. Right. Uh, and that's how they played, and you get used to it after watching it for years and years. You watch Mahomes for a couple of years, and you forget. Like, man, yeah. it's just a totally and different somebody on experience. Twitch said it, Kirk Cousins, and it is Alex Smith. 
I think Kirk Cousins is a little bit I'd better than Alex Smith. Yeah. Uh, Trent Green but is. He's right, better than those guys. Back. I yeah. think he's better than all three of those guys you just mentioned as a quarterback. I think he's better. You think he's better than Trent Green? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think, you know, but he's not it, you know? He does seem, I mean, I would think Alex Smith would be pretty close, but it could just be that Alex Smith was on a couple of good teams there because yeah. they had some pretty good, good seasons, put together a lot of wins. But I don't know how much of that was just him, uh, you know, leading the, yeah. the team to those victories. Well, I was watching with Chacho who loves football, and he, you know, was fired up about Mahomes. And then every time they do some sort of special play, Chacho would be just like, yeah, well, you know, I could do that with Justin Jefferson out there, just throw it up and have him make crazy catches. Uh, uh, and I was like, there is something, like, every time he's like, look at that. And then Justin Jefferson just died in over someone. Pretty, like, good. Okay, yeah. Pretty good. Like, yeah, nice to have him on your team. The Church of Lazarus. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Oh, man. Do I have a scam for you? Perfect. Are we so, implementing it or are we We could. We could. I'll, I'll tell you about it. And then if you want to give it a shot, we can give it a shot. Okay. I'm Actually, I, I kind of would like to give you the outline of what's going on here and you tell me how you think this is executed because the scam is just like a lot of scams you know they're they're placing an ad and they're hoping for people to respond to it and it's a craigslist ad mm-hmm. and the scam involves getting people to unwittingly rob banks for them and these people don't realize they're robbing banks now when i saw that i was like i don't understand how can you not know that you're robbing a bank what, what how do you get me to go to a bank and rob it without me knowing that I'm robbing it. I really couldn't think of a scenario. Then once I read it, I was like, oh. Well, there was okay. the, the documentary. I'm trying to think of the name of it, but I can't right now. Where they put the thing on the guy's yeah. neck. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. Sent evil, crazy, evil genius. Yeah. Evil right, genius. yeah, yeah. So Not they the made that guy do it. Yeah, but he knew that he was. Yeah, okay. Something bad was happening. He was a part of it, but didn't know how much of a right. part of it he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's true. He didn't know the. He didn't know exactly what was going on. But he didn't know he had a bomb around his neck. Yeah. yeah. So these people have no idea they're doing anything wrong or that they're involved in anything illegal. They, they just they think they're doing their job perfectly legal, reasonable job. So here's first of all, it's happened in Omaha twice now, and I guess cops in Maine said when they heard the story that they've actually had reports of this happening recently too. Um, but it's happened twice in Omaha that at least when this article was written, once successfully and once unsuccessfully. So they place an ad in Craigslist, and it's a job ad saying, "Look, I've got an elderly parent or something, elderly loved one." And they need some help. So a little light housework, like a little sure. cleaning, maybe picking up some groceries, things like that, a sure. little help with financing. So someone responds to the ad and takes the job, right? 
And they send this person, you know, they're not telling you who this person is, but they sent this person to the bank saying, listen, I need you to go withdraw some money for her. I don't know if it's supposed to be their grandma or what it was, but uh, go withdraw some money for her. Um, you know, when you get to the bank, just give me a call. I can help guide you through it. So this person gets to the bank. They're, they're a little scarce on details here once the person gets to the bank exactly what they were supposed to do. They're supposed to call the person first. But at some point, they call their boss, right? The person that hired them their on Craigslist. grandmother's kid. Yeah, and says, uh, okay, just let me talk to the teller. Oh, that's yeah. right. So then they tell the teller. Yeah, so then they tell the teller, this is a robbery. I'm going to kill you. Whatever they say, they threaten Over the them. phone. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you hang up the phone and be like, I... You you know who you were talking to? I don't know. I I mean, I feel like I would. Even if I was like, you know, like, hey, I'd just be like, hey, you know, you know what's going on here, right? I feel like I would ask them. I guess you could say I got a remote detonator, and if you say anything to this person, you know, I don't know what you say to to try and keep them quiet. I get them not to ask. My thing is, like, once they hand you the money, now I know, right? You're just handing me cash because they said one of these worked. I'm thinking, okay, well, at that well, point, maybe they're like, how no. much is it, though? Because maybe they're like, it's okay, undisclosed. let me talk to them, and I'm going to tell them to give you $5,000. I'm going to give them the number and everything. They should be able to hand it over to you. Then they hand over the $5,000. You may you honestly not know that you did anything well, wrong because... That's apparently what happened with this person was they got the not money. Not a bad idea. They, and it worked the first time, at least, I guess, because they say this person did not know that they had just robbed a bank. They had well, no idea. The initial idea. reaction, we were somewhat surprised. After the first one, we were definitely on the lookout for. And so any time that uh, they start asking for money to be sent online, that's uh, the biggest red flag that jumps up. Okay, well, like that I get, right? If you ask uh, for money sent online, I know that one. I've been told never to do that. But... When you're replying to a, a or responding to a job ad and you're saying, I'm going to help someone out, I absolutely could get at least as far as the bank and probably to the point where I hand the person the phone. And I guess, depending on how much money it was, if they said, Lazo, you're, you could be right. They might have told the person, listen, we gotta withdraw, we're going to withdraw like $6,000 or something. So if, I know it's a large amount. I'll have her put it in an envelope. Let me talk to her. Right. And so now you're expecting this large amount of cash. Right. And he tells the teller, you're going to put this much money in there. Not right. give him everything in your drawer. Just right. you're going to give her, him exactly That's this how much money. Might work, right? And then you walk out thinking, okay, so I got the withdrawal. Here you go. And then you go give it to the person. But wait, but what I don't understand in this is that they hired the person to work for a grandmother. They say that they need, yeah, that they're elderly. Right, I get it. Mm-hmm. So skip that past part. I get what they would do. But did that person actually go work for that grandmother for a couple Look, of weeks? No. You see what I'm saying? It looks like this like is the, the first, first job. thing. See, that not, I haven't met her. Yeah. And my first job. Now, it's not with, positive, but the way I read this, because they don't say anything about. I feel about, like you could really get it if you, if you did hire them. Like, to me, I feel like you could do it. Well, they're trying to remain anonymous, right? Get I know, but I'm saying if you had like possible. a grandmother involved somehow, right? Yeah. Your old mother to help you with the scam. Because if my first job is you're like, hey, I need you to help my mom some light cleaning and some stuff. Okay, cool. And I'll start Monday. And then they call you on Monday and they're like, okay, so I need you to go to the bank and get some money for her. I'm like, I've never, it just seemed that too much, right? The ad said help I feel like I would know business scam. I've never even been to her house yet. So wait, well, you want me to go to the bank, get $5,000, give it to this old lady when I stop by her house on the first day? And where do I go with the money once I get it? I've never even met this old lady. That's like, what I want to know, too. Where did they take the money? <laughs> I feel like I would be... Suspicious? At the very least. Like, the first thing you ever do as a job, before you even show up to the job, is go to the bank and get six grand. That's the thing, though. No. Maybe, maybe it's an envelope, and they have no idea what's in the envelope. It doesn't matter. I still feel like the first like job. The I, I haven't even met your grandmother yet. Yeah. 
It says the ad said help needed for a sick family member to include lighthouse work, grocery store runs, and help with finances. So, I mean, the ad does kind of seem like you're going to be running errands for this person. Yeah, I would assume, too, that maybe I'm going to have to drive you think you'd around. have to meet her first, though? I don't, I don't know. You would think Before so. Before somebody and, hired and look, you to take care of the grandmother? Maybe they got someone else involved. Right, the, that's it. This article doesn't say anything about that. It just goes straight to... If you to, hired somebody to help your mother, wouldn't you have them meet your mom first? You would think Before so. you hire them? Like, that's just so? not a thing. Yeah. I do like this one, though. I think it's Nerdlum on Twitch. They said... This has been going on since Craigslist. I, I didn't know this, but they said they used to hire people to show up in the same outfit to go to the bank, and then when the robber left, there would be multiple people in the same outfit. That's really smart. So, wait, they tricked people, or they just asked people on Craigslist, hey, go they to say, the hey, bank. They said, hey, we're shooting some sort of film okay, or whatever yeah. they do, like indie film or whatever. We're going to, however you wanted to do it, and they say, we need you to wear you know, black dress pants, and a red T-shirt tucked in with a black belt and a black ball cap. And then when the guy leaves, there's 20 people out there all dressed like that. That's really smart. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that one Me before. neither. That's really smart. If that's not a movie, it should be. Sounds well, like Inside Man, right? Do they do that in Inside Man, Denzel? They all wear the suits, and they all they keep changing up. Oh, the, they yeah. do change. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a pretty good movie. It's been a long right? time. A long Wait, time I've seen that. Clive Owen and uh, Denzel? Yeah, oh, yeah, Denzel. and they leave him the stuff at the end? Yeah, he's... Yeah. he's I spoiler alert, but he hides in the wall. Yeah, 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 spoiler yeah. Alert. yeah. I mean, it's probably it's good. Nineteen ninety nine. If you want to watch it for the first time, it's a great. No, movie. I get it. I get it. And by the way, it's still worth watching. Yeah. Uh, so in this instance, they took the the money that they got from the bank, and they were told to go to this ATM that does Bitcoin. I'm sure you guys have all seen Bitcoin ATMs. Deposit the money into this Bitcoin ATM, and then somehow get the Bitcoin over to the person on the other end of the phone. Uh, and I I don't know. It seems like they're saying that the first time it worked, it worked at least to the point of. This person got the money and left the bank with it. So I'm very curious what that other person said on the phone. Because to that's the other thing. When you leave and you don't know you're in it, that was going to be my next thing. And they call the cops. Like, you're not speeding away. Right. Exactly. You just get in your car. You just get in your car. Normally, you may plate. stop and pick up smokes. And maybe but, that's you know how they I mean? Like, I feel like. Maybe it was How easy could to you get away? Right. Maybe it's easy to catch this person because maybe by the time the police get involved, they're looking I at security I think this footage. plan is you, pretty flawed. Well, but if you've already deposited the money into a Bitcoin ATM for them, now the police are looking for you and you're easy to find because you're just casually, leisurely driving around town. Now you're headed to your next whatever appointment or right. thing that they want you to do. They've got... I just feel like when they hit that thing, plate. like our bank's just been robbed. The cops are there pretty quick and you're just driving yeah. around going to an ATM Bitcoin. They're going to find... like. Feels like they should get you before that. I don't know. If it's that easy, then you don't even need the grandmother story. If it's that easy, just say, put six grand in an envelope and I'm walking out of here. And they do it. And the cops don't find you when you're not trying to get away. I'm going to make a quick stop on the way home. Well, yeah. that sounds pretty but easy. You gotta, you're going to be on security cameras, right? They're going to see what right. you look like. They're going to get your license plate number, all those things. So that's why this person's got this other person doing it. Because I'm sure right. they arrested this person like, hey, you robbed a bank. And they're like, what? Yeah, I would just think they would rob them within five minutes. Could I'm be. Robin, catch catch him. Him. You yeah. know what I mean? It could be. It says that the scam also involved the second part, which involves taking personal information from the hired person. The scammer promises to pay the person through direct deposit for contemplate or for completing the errand and ask for their bank information. Now that part, like I said, I know that you're not supposed to give that information out to someone over the phone. Right. Now maybe if they waited, I'm like, well, I'm already working for this person. Well, the now other thing asking. is, like, you know, like maybe they, I'm dumb enough at that point. I've already been working I, for this person for a day. My mind, man. Right? Like, it yeah. my mind. if they led with that, I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm and not if it's the first day and they're like, okay, go get six grand out of the bank in an yeah, envelope true. and then drive it to my mother, there's a a better than eighty percent chance I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna drive that home. Yeah. No kidding. 
Right. <laughs> Except, I mean, I guess they you would be somewhat easy to find because you weren't planning on robbing this bank. Yeah, but if they don't so, call me, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I may just go home and just see how this all plays out. I'm really curious if that's what happened in this instance, if they found the person who they accidentally robbed the bank and then traced it back to this being another scam. Right. Also, this kind of reminds me of the uh, idea I had for To Catch a Predator for these guys that show oh, yeah. up to meet these underage girls so and boys stupid. or whatever, no, when you so show good. up, then as soon as hey, look, uh, mom, Chris Hansen so comes out, stupid. you take your shirt off and underneath you're wearing a shirt that says, look, mom, I'm on to catch a predator. And you say you knew it the whole time because right. you were never talking to a child. At that right, point, dumb. you know you were never. I think it's you not knew it. No, I think you get out of it. You can it. prove intent right there. I never had intent of talking to a child. I figured it was Chris right. Hansen the whole time. Hey, you guys are fooling me. I was fooling you. I wanted to get on TV. Right. <laughs> so you could do the same thing with the bank. You know, they're doing that and like YouTube guys are doing it now. Yeah. Just doing the same thing. Yeah, Chris yeah. Hansen himself is doing one. Yeah, oh, but you know no, what? Yes, I read a whole. There's actually there's a TV other show. guys like there's my t- boys watch it sometimes. Yeah. Like they do like funny videos and yeah. stuff, and then all of a sudden there'll be one. that's like you know, hey, we're gonna catch this guy trying to have sex. I'm yeah. like, what are they doing? Yeah. There's yeah. one. It's actually have no. There's and a, not that Chris Hansen is any different. Do you watch? The, it's still. Uh, I'm just an old guy. I admit it. I'm still like, yo, this kid's like 19 and he's a YouTube star, but it doesn't mean that he has. Any less, you know, uh, qualifications than Chris Hansen did. I don't know. You know what I mean? The, Same it's thing, been a huge issue. TV. There's been a lot of controversy a lot about of it. Controversy. Washington posted a big thing on it a couple of years ago, talking about the success of those YouTube channels yeah. and how the police. You know, some of these organizations police work with well, somewhat that undercover closely. underage show that, that we show is on. And they Max, work with the police and they Oklahoma. work with the police. Yeah. But in that instance, and Laszlo, it's, it's a show that was on Discovery now on Max. Uh, these girls, they get these girls who. They hire specifically because they can make them look younger. The girl who They're started 19, it, oh, I saw it. What, well, yeah. the the mom is like yeah. thirty seven. Yeah. In the first season, she's pretending to be fourteen or whatever, yeah. doing herself up with prosthetics. And so then, and they, yeah, then they got new people that they bring in. Because I, I guess say on these YouTube known. shows that you know my boys are watching, they it's basically the same thing. Only the YouTube guy kind of makes jokes, <laughs> like in a way. I'm, Yes, he does. A little less serious because the yeah, undercover age like, is very but serious. It's, but it's very light. You need to sit down. But then he's like, "Yo, man," you know. He talks a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, I, in between. You know what I mean, like, yeah, you made, made some bad choices, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they all at the end of them, they call the police, and the police come. Yeah, that's and they the arrest them. Yeah, the show. One uh, guy Max just busted out of there, mm-hmm. and I, I had never seen that before. Just left. Well, they were like, you need to stay here. And he's like, yeah, no. And just started running towards the front door. And they tried to grab him. And he pushed the guy down and then jumped in his car and took off. Wow. Yeah, well. And I was like, why, why didn't anybody else ever right, do that? Right, that's what I'm saying. Probably your best hope there is to just start well, running right now. You you're going to talk your way out of this. Right, I know you're on great. camera because yeah. I have it on YouTube and everything. But still, my best, my best defense right now is to not be Get there the right now. Get the hell out of here. Exactly. I got to go somewhere. I'm not going home. I got to drive somewhere and figure this out. Like, talk to someone, plan something, right? Yeah. It seems like a. Being there is bad. If the shops, cops show up and you're there, it is bad. The YouTube show Be seemed gone. like a conflict of interest a little bit. Kind of, you know, it's like something, it's kind of like private prisons. You're like, this doesn't feel right. right. You know, I, and I know we've got rules against entrapment. Like, how do we know these people aren't setting right. up something that would legally be entrapment? And they said the problem with prosecuting a lot of these cases is that they were done by. These YouTube These stars, yeah, and so they mess things up or they do things that make the case, uh, you know, basically the opposite of airtight. I don't know that they, they can't they can't bring charges against a lot of these people. And then there's just the other side of it, which is how why is it that we like watching this so much? I think the thing that amazes me the most because I do watch that undercover underage sometimes yeah. is the number of people that that 
that do this, that they it's catch crazy. these guys and they think they're talking to young people, like 14-year-old girls, these construction workers, whatever. And I yeah. think, how many 14-year-olds like have you met? Episode, like 14 episodes a season. It's just right. it's constant. So do, have these guys, and they always talk about, you know, this ACM is probably a lot of acronyms used in the show to sound professional. ACM. I don't adult, watch a lot of them. Adult Contacting Minor. minor. Oh. There's, there's quite a few of them. I don't but, you know, it, it, they'll say sometimes this guy's he was definitely going to go after more people. He'd probably been after kids before or girls before. I'm like, has he? Like, I, look, I'm not I just a parent, saw an episode so. where it was the w- one guy talked to all three of them individually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he I talked saw to one. every single yep. one of those girls. Yeah. So he's, he's I saw one where. Right. But they're all fake. You know right. what I mean? So I wonder how often are these guys actually getting. Are there a lot of 14 year olds and they're talking like, to adults how, and meeting them? Places? How do you not think that it's a cop? That's what I would assume. And they did. I did see one where they said the guy was talking and like wanted to meet up with her and then apparently passed out drunk. Oh. So didn't go meet anybody, passed yeah. out drunk, didn't do anything, and the next day they contacted him. We're like, yes. hey, where'd you go? And now it's like, okay, so now he's back in. I'm like, man, that's and look, he's not a good person, but it also seems like you shouldn't be contacting them. That's exactly what they're talking about. I think they might have talked about okay. that exact story, but it was, one that, if that not, was, was on very similar. That my kids the- are watching. I was like... They talked about that in the Washington Post article. I want to say it was the almost the exact same, if not the exact right. same I don't think circumstances. Should be like he just stopped talking. Texting gone people to bed. And asking them, right? Right. Like, that seems like entrapment a bit. I guess. But then also, how many fourteen-year-olds, thirteen-year-olds, whatever age, are actually going to the park and meeting adults? Because they're, yeah, they're saying it's a co- huge problem. Coach Maybe Lee's it is. on the Twitch too. I've always thought the whole thing was. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Me neither. I can't like how. Around it. You, you tell them, I think that I'm talking to someone underage, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Right. So how is that illegal? Like my thought, you, how are my right. thoughts illegal? It's like if I was smoking oregano, it's not, I'm not smoking it was pot. Weed. So was you arrest me for smoking weed. smoking weed. Right. Yeah, it's weird because, because they I say, thought it was weed. You contacted a minor, had a loose conversation with a minor. I'm like, but they didn't. Right. Actually. They didn't. That's the thing that always gets me. And that's why I said, wear the shirt. Right. In case you show up on Dateline, that's and you say, always I been knew my I was thing. Like I know, like look, you know, it's deplorable, obviously, but it's always like legally, ha- they didn't legally do anything wrong. Well, except you've kind of made it now that they that, have, yes, exactly. and that made it now that they have is that I thought I was doing something illegal. And you know how they get? I don't it? like the thought police. Me neither. But what happens a lot of times too is when they find the person, you can tell if they find something else. Like I was just well, watching one snow cone where they found. Uh, child porn on his phone mm-hmm. and you could tell the officers like boom we got him because i'm guessing it is a difficult case to build when it's like who did he talk to he talked to this 36 year old woman who pretends to be 14 okay and then what did he do right. he went to the park uh, to meet this 36 year old woman thinking she was stuff, 14. Right. but if once he's got the kitty porn on his phone like boom that we know but is we illegal still we know it's still it. the thought yes because let's just say if you wanted to role play with your girlfriend and you be the school principal and her be uh, you know, the senior who's failing physics, mm-hmm. that's not illegal. Right. Nor is it probably uncommon. Right. Right? So, but using that same logic, right, it's then it's just the definition of knowing. Well, and they say intent, right? You, you intended to meet a minor, and we're going to prove that. Yeah, okay, but I, I mean, didn't. You know, I uh, and the other thing is too. A lot of these guys. I intended to speak home. Start, I got to be there in five minutes, but I didn't because I was busy. Talk. Like, I mean, it just seems hard to me. I'm if I had to guess, I'm guessing most of it is what you say. 
They go. They get in trouble, and then they find stuff on their computer. And, and they admit right. stuff. As soon as the cops get there, so many of these guys will go, yeah, I was going to meet a 13-year-old. Yeah, I, was, I thought she was 12. Whatever. They say it. And the cops, you know, are like, now we've got something. Because now right. we've got this guy without a lawyer. He's giving us a statement, which we can use in a court of law, and that's it. Because I wonder if they get to the parking, they, and these guys weren't to say anything at all, then what would happen? I have a feeling the DA might be like, oh, they didn't say anything. They talked to a 36-year-old. I don't know. But I'm more fascinated or, or just, I guess, I mean, it just seems the like the defenses could on. be so much. Me too, which like, I think oh, it probably like, is. You know, wait, what? How old are you? Well, I told you I was 14, but wait, how old are you? Right. Right. Oh, wait. Did I go to the wrong house because I was messaging somebody, right? Like, it just seems... If you do the whole... I was, I assumed I was talking to someone of age, and this was a fantasy right. role-playing game. Exactly. Thing. That's what I thought we were doing. Like, we watched that then one about the cop who wanted to eat the baby. Yep. Remember? Yep. yep. Uh, what was that called? Uh, the Cannibal Cop or something like that, right? Isn't that what it was called? I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know that story? No. Oh, my God. you got to watch that documentary on HBO. It's about a cop who basically well, broke the stuff online. Last time you a cannibal this story, is HBO. it was boring as hell. A, a cannibal story that was boring? Yeah, True North, Dead North. Oh, get out of here. You're ridiculous. So well, watch boring. the HBO thing. It's <laughs> yeah, HBO. I wanted to eat a baby. Yeah, he said uh, he wanted to eat God. a baby. And I don't, he didn't get any trouble because he just talked about eating a baby. So, like, if you say, I want to eat a baby, but Jesus. don't eat a baby, didn't, then didn't that's okay. Any, that's, I mean, you can say that, right? Didn't make any plans to try and eat the baby, right. I guess. Well, I, think the, the difference. I don't remember. It. It's been a long time since I've it seen has it. Been, but, but I do feel like he talked about maybe it. Maybe he didn't set anything into motion. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm not a lawyer, but it does seem like if you do get in trouble for such a thing, well, first of all, I'm not trying to protect you. Go to jail. I don't right, know what's wrong with you. Why are you texting 14-year-olds? Like, don't text kids. What is wrong with you? And if you're into that stuff, like you're broken and it's just a thing, then go get help. Get help, yeah. Like, like start I'm being by honest, like, go get help, yourself. right? Or what? You know, whatever. Go get help. Yes. Go talk to someone. The Church, the church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. I love you for your face. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, love you for, face. I love you for your face and your personality. I don't love your personality. Yep. I know. Well, that's why you're the dual threat. But I am not. Snow cone, I... Uh, no, I hate him. Nope. I don't know, but he can't hear us. He's talking to somebody right now, so this is a good actually just like to be honest. So anyway, the Long Island serial really killer. He walked away again. Yeah, he's he him. sucks. Uh, the Long Island serial <laughs> killer caught finally after all these years. Now, Lazo, you may remember this Netflix documentary, which I've turned on in the background here, in case you're having memory issues. Uh, Lost Girls. Remember the story? There's been so many things about this guy over the years. But there were several girls that uh, wound up missing and then dead and found wrapped in burlap sacks. And they, they knew at least a few of them had to be connected and that they were probably this one person. But I honestly thought, I just got the feeling that this was never going to be solved. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought, oh, this is one of, th- one of those things that will never be solved. Hmm. Now that they've caught like the I, Golden State uh, Killer and caught these other people with gene, uh, genetic genealogy, and I, I guess, you genetic know, genealogy. I guess you can catch anybody now as long as you got some trace DNA on something. But... With this guy, like the, the incident you probably DNA. remember, the story they <laughs> talked about the most was this girl. She was a sex worker. She got called to go over to this house. She's on the phone. You know she what? was like wanting to get out of there. You, you don't remember this? No, I'm just saying, you know. I know. Quit using words like sex worker. I know worker. you're going there. Well, she's a hooker. She was oh, going over to this you. house. And uh, 
She uh, oh. prostitute, whatever. Shut I would have gone oh, one step down to prostitute. Shut up, dicks. I went. Oh, I said murder. sex worker. I know you did. Yeah, so I went. I, I could have said prostitute. But you also gave it pretty easily. What would you have said if I said prostitute? He would have scoffed again. I'm just saying again. you gave it to Hooker pretty easily. It's still not a much word of a that describes though. sex work. Does it not? Okay. Yeah. Her case, oh, her case mean, was probably on. talked about the most. It just makes my heart feel heavy. It doesn't. It's just she was murdered. Come on. Anyhow. They ended up finding some of these girls. I think there were some girls that were never found that they oh. suspect could be connected to this guy. But they caught this guy with uh, some pizza crust. I guess they had some DNA on Wasn't the pizza Wasn't there a documentary just recently? Uh, about this guy? Because this, yeah. this is only like a year and a half old, maybe two years old. I feel old. like I watched something about it. This is called recently. Lost Girls. Is that is this the documentary? What was it called? The, the gig, well, this Giglo, is the movie. Giggle huh? Beach. What was it called? Yeah. Giglo. We called them the Long Island uh, serial killer. I thought that's what people called them, right? But now they're calling him the Gilgo Beach Gilgo. murderer. I, I, did, I don't think I've ever heard them call him the Gilgo Beach killer. I never heard of Gilgo. I, I, I don't Giglo know that Beach. I have either. Like I'm sure they ice. mentioned it in those documentaries, and I just don't remember. But I thought that people called him the Long Island serial killer. Anyhow, uh, late 50s, uh, 59. He's been arrested, and it's weird because I guess he was like an architect. So one of the news stations pulled up. Did you see Snow Cone, the his video of him that was uh, something posted on YouTube that I guess was work-related? He was like Kinda the looked like owner one of, those, of an architecture firm. Like okay, he was well off. It looked like one of those, you know, almost like a training video. But like one of those things you take for corporate, you know, hey, make sure that you take your uh, how not to get scammed training today or whatever. Kind of looked like that sort of thing. Like he's talking to someone who I assumed was doing sort of a fake interview with him around the office, but just looks like a normal guy. Personality seems normal. Now, again, I'm only watching like a minute of this thing, but it is crazy to think that video, I think they said, was posted like a year ago. So at that point, he would have already killed a lot of people. We don't know exactly how many, but man. Just watched a documentary. Yeah, this is the wrong thing because this is the movie. This is the dramatization. There was a documentary, which I thought the documentary was called The Lost Girls, but I guess that's the movie. Anyway, there is a documentary that was on Netflix. There's several. There was a big Dateline special that's been updated numerous times. I The I, Killing I, Season. Is that one is that it? Wh- who, what does it say it's about? No. Killing well, just called a Long right? Island serial killer, maybe. Maybe I'm sure there was probably something called Long Island serial killer because I wasn't the only one calling him that. This uh, morning, unraveled. the suspected okay. serial killer behind the Gilgo Beach slangs is behind bars. Rex Sherman is a demon that walks among us, a predator that ruined families. Witnesses provided a description of the individual, which was um, detailed and uh, indicated that the person was somewhat unique. So there you go. I, it was a combination of tips from the public. People say, no, you're looking for this car. I know someone has a car. And you say, described looking like this. That could be this guy. And then I guess they had the DNA to get this done. Now, I don't know. A lot of times in these cases, they'll say, hey, if you want to avoid the death penalty, you'll tell us where the missing bodies are. We'll take it off the table. I don't even know if they have the death penalty. They probably don't, right? So I don't know if they've got any room to negotiate with this guy to try and find some of these girls that they've never found. And obviously, they don't know for sure even that they're connected, but I think most people seem to assume that they're connected. Um, but that's a pretty big deal. My brother sent me this story, I think, on, I don't know, Friday. When did they arrest him? Thursday or Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Something like that. I think, yeah. And I just, I, I really was surprised because to me, that seems like a big one. I was like, why aren't more people talking about this? Well, then I realized he must have sent me the news right as it was breaking because it did become a big, huge story. Uh, Messi is officially a major league soccer player. And, uh, you know, people in Miami are very excited. It's a big, a big party down there. You know, he's uh, he's the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. I think he's the greatest of all time uh, after Pele. Oh, you're a big and, Pele guy. Yeah, huh? uh, and um, yeah, I would say Pele 
Pele's better, Maradona. right? But mm, never heard of him. Talk about people that are like really good, like really famous people. And Jim I Howard. Probably, yeah, again, I'm t- talking like big names, big huge names, people like greatest of all time. Messi's up there. Lionel Andres Messi. The king of soccer has arrived in America. Superstar Lionel Messi introduced for the first time as a player for Inter Miami CF. The Argentinian legend receiving a hero's welcome in South Florida at the franchise's home stadium. Messi telling the crowd he plans to enjoy playing in Miami while assuring good things are coming as he thanked the tens of thousands in attendance. Yeah, they had to delay this thing like several times because of weather, and the mics were all messed up. That's why it sounded like that. It was oh. raining out there, but the stands were full. It didn't look like anybody left. Says he will occupy a designated player slot, allowing the team to pay him above the salary cap charge, and his contract will run through 2025. Uh, his total compensation package is $130 million to $150 million, which includes equity in the club upon the completion of his playing days, according to a source close with those negotiations. And we've heard that Beckham was the one who got him well, to play for Miami. Kind of like Apple TV deal, right? Oh, yeah, you told me that or somebody told me that. I did hear that somewhere, yeah. But there you go, Messi playing, playing for us, well, you know, cool. in, in the United States. He's playing for Major League Soccer, right? Came to play I'm from Miami. It has nothing to do with us. I know, but it's our soccer league. I'm saying like it's you know yeah. Major League Soccer. It's our league. It's you know like it's cool. No He's in the United saying. States. Like well, if he played, if he played baseball in Japan and then came over to play Major League Baseball, right? So you for say Shohei Otani plays for us. That's how you say it. Well, because that's yeah. awesome to be a fan of the Royals when Shohei Otani plays for us. Yeah, if he'd been, if he hadn't been playing, he comes over so and we're all good. excited. So I'm glad he's playing. Glad he's playing for our league. Yeah. You get what I mean. Man, it was so much fun when Ichiro played for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're getting it. So you know dumb. that that doesn't sound wrong. That actually sounds correct. It sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, anyway, uh, Messi's here. Did the game already happen? He's not here. Yeah, I think it was last night. He's it? in the United States. What are you talking <laughs> he's about? In he's in Miami. Here. God, he's not in the room with me. No, but he's in the country. <laughs> all right? Uh, the tickets for the first game were going for like... Cheapest ones we saw because we looked it up that day when people like were talking about them. We saw yeah tickets for like twelve hundred bucks, but it looked like a lot of them were going for four thousand dollars. That is shocking. I had no idea that just signing yeah. someone like him could immediately make something like you know a, a Miami game. The tickets to that yeah. game that valuable. I bet you those first few games are all going to be celebrities and yeah, you know, that's what it sounds like. Who yeah. else could afford to go? I mean, bar it's, owners. It's, you know what I mean? Huge. Like, yeah, that's a big draw, man. That's yeah. a big draw for in cities like that. I really yeah. do, where soccer, you know, you want to be part of the cool kid club, and now, you know, you can be part of the cool rich kid club. Like, yeah, yeah that's a selling point. Yeah, I, uh, I got to think the league is happy about it, right? I'm sure they were hoping that Beckham, because I keep hearing that Beckham is the one who made this happen. I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe that's just... I'm sure. He came over to play, thinking, and then he yeah, owns them, yeah. That he was the one who lured him and said, look, this is why you should play here. And, and I've also heard people talk about what his other options were, which I definitely don't remember at this point. But that you know, the idea is probably Beckham is like, look, you could play in these well, other you places. Probably sold them, like you know, hey, man, Saudi you Arabia here, was one you know, of them. You'll be playing for Kansas City, <laughs> right? You'll get to go play in Kansas City because you're here. You're sure. here now. It's all one place. It's United States, mm-hmm. and we are not. You should divided. see it, man. It's like when you're done, you can stroll over there to Margaritaville. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, no, Saudi Arabia was the other place. I love it, but it is kind of funny. Play. I just wonder what you know when Messi gets here. Mm-hmm. 
If he's be like driving past Nebraska Furniture Mart. Yeah. Driving like, past it. Don't see it while he's playing. He's like, right. what is that? So that Nebraska Furniture Mart. What's that? That's uh Pass Pro? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like it must be a place of worship. It looks like a huge temple. Uh yeah, but that's what they were saying. Beckham was probably like, Look, Chuck, come on, you could go play in Saudi Arabia. It's a thousand years sure ago. Like, that's what they were saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he's been to Miami. Exactly. Like oh, yeah. look here, at this, man. I live here. It's he's awesome. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. And they're like, Oh, you know, you're gonna have to make make us stop and you know, Austin and Kansas City and, you know what I mean? He's like, well, not look at that, really. Oh, LA. come on. I'm sure it seems very nice to him. Very, very nice. You know, he's probably been to a lot of rough places, played in a lot of rough neighborhoods sure. over the years. Well, I don't think it's the roughness that I just wonder if he's like, you know, if the, if the Nebraska Furniture Mart is shocking to him. It will be because he's never been that close to one. He's only ever able to buy he's stuff right. online from Nebraska Furniture Mart. It's like, like Ikea when you move to a city that's got <laughs> one for the first time. You're like, Do you think that's what he does when he moves? Yes. Just calls Ikea? I think he calls probably Nebraska Furniture Mart unless he's, you know. An idiot. Well, yeah, I mean, you said it, not me, but come on. It's your call. Look, if you're an Ikea person, that's fine, too. I don't necessarily have a personal problem with him. I just prefer the Mart. Uh, Michael Burham. This is the guy who I said looked like he probably – would be at the January 6th insurrection, who was on the run. He escaped prison by making you know sheets into a rope, that old thing, and then hanging off the exercise equipment and somehow throwing himself over the wall. We talked about this guy. Cops were worried about him. They found a couple camps where he'd been set up. They're like, this guy's a survival, survivalist. He's dangerous. I, you know, He knows how to survive out here in the woods. we got to get this guy because I think he was being held on suspicion of murder. Right? It was a serious, I think it was murder. So they've been looking for him. Well, they finally caught him because of a barking dog. These people, their dog kept barking. I guess their dog doesn't normally bark like this. They went down to see what the dog's barking at, and the dog's kind of barking at the edge of their property, and they go look, and they can see this guy over in the distance. At least one of them can. He's like, that's the guy on the news. That is the guy who's on the run. He's camped on the back of our property huh. back there. So they called the cops. Cops came, and they've got him. Now, after hearing their dog barking, a local couple checked the edge of the property where they found Burham, who was said to be camping. They recognized him immediately. They went back into their home and called police. Burham was back in custody about two hours later. Local police saying he finally made a mistake they were hoping for, allowing them to capture him. The mistake this guy made was camping. They didn't recognize him. They recognize that there's a dude camping, and they know that this guy has been billed as this survivalist who's going to be out in the woods building campfires. If he'd just gone to a Motel 6 with a ball cap on, I, he looks like so many other white dudes. He has such a generic face. I mean, he could have easily blended in, but he had to go out there in the woods and prove that he's a survivalist and be like Bear Grylls or whatever his name is, and that's why he got caught. That's the suspicion. If he just walked by, none of us would have said, that's the guy. If we saw him at the Mart... Walking mm-hmm. by a Nebraska Furniture Mart, you wouldn't have said, is that the guy, the survivalist? No. Because you'd think, right. even if you thought it looked like him, you'd be like, no. Just looks, there's a lot of white guys that look like that. You know, that guy wouldn't be here. He's a survivalist. You know, right, he'd be out right. camping somewhere. He's building fires. So they caught the guy. And look, I know he's wanted for serious crimes. And you're not, you're not rooting for him. But we as a country, I think probably as a people, we root for the idea that you could get away maybe sometimes if you, if you did things right. Like maybe you could escape prison and be gone and be on the lamb and not get caught. It, and it's not that you want this guy to not get caught specifically. It's just you watch and go, okay, does this person have what it takes to not be apprehended by police? Can he right. figure it out and blend in and never have to face you know, penalty for this, I guess, alleged homicide and whatever else he was accused of? And I think there's other people that we root for more. If we hear that someone was in jail because – they stole a bunch of cars and no one was hurt. Then we really actually root right. for them. Yeah. Then we openly are like, oh, run. If there's a police chase Tax on TV. Tax evasion. 
Tax evasion, yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, you know, victimless crime. Yeah, crimes against the state. Crimes against the state, to- totally fine with. Anything that's insured, right. good with that. You know, just don't take people's stuff and don't hurt people. Right. Don't hurt any animals. And then I think, you know, most people... Yeah, be, but uh, if you're robbing banks, you're getting away with it. And nobody's getting hurt or scared. Then, or they're ro- then we're rooting for you. Yeah. yeah, we're throwing a parade. The Church of Les. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right, we'll get to uh, Lisa Marie's butt before that. Well, someone said that that's what we said earlier we were going to talk about, which sounds right. I don't remember. Did we say something? Did you, when I said what killed her? Oh, that's what it was. Lazo said gooch. Yeah, you can't say that. Well, that's what you said. I didn't say. I said she died and and it wasn't drugs and it's kind of a a shocking thing. Kind of scary. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, the first thing, though, that you uh, said you... Did you write that down? I didn't write that down. I didn't write that down either. Let me see. Maybe I wrote it down. Let me see it. It's like one of Poncho's friends. Mm. Oh, it looks like my handwriting. For what? What's it for? Uh, it's probably his That's what I email. think, right? yeah. yeah. So the guy behind the dress that broke the internet. Remember, is it blue and black or white and gold? Or Those white, are the two. White you and got gold? It. That's yeah. it. He's got a problem with his butthole? I can't tell if you're making fun of me. No, or... that's exactly it. Okay, blue was and black. Was it blue and black or was it white and or gold? was it white and gold? That was the and it dress. Was technically, blue and black. Yes, the dress that broke the internet. When I first saw it, I saw white and gold. Could not see the blue and black for a long time. Now I can't see the white and gold ever again. I, I guess once both. I saw the picture of the blue, I can't. I've tried. Brooke said she can see both too. I can only see the blue and black now. But anyway, that whole thing was started by a Scottish guy because he and his fiance at the time were, I think, getting ready for this wedding. And I don't know, somebody was out. There was a picture. The picture was getting message to people and someone says oh uh, you know what do you think of this dress and he says oh you mean the white and what was it white and gold the white and gold one no the blue and black one we talking about and they realized there was confusion with multiple people in the family about what color the dress was so they posted it online this became such a huge thing i mean you had to be there it, it changed everything the headlines all say it broke the internet uh they got to go do like talk show you know the Tonight Show Ellen. and Ellen, and yeah, they, the, the whole crew was on Ellen's show explaining what happened. Well, that guy, Lazlo, the, the husband, he's in trouble. He has been accused of trying to kill his wife. Couldn't, couldn't see his dress right? I guess it drove him mad. Well, I can't remember if he saw the colors correctly. I think maybe he did. At its peak, the hashtag, the dress, was tweeted out more than 11,000 times per minute. It reached a total of 11 million tweets. Even celebrities are also taking to Twitter to voice their optical opinions. Do you remember where you were, Lazo, when you, when you uh, saw the dress? Do you remember what color you thought it was? No. You don't remember what color you thought it was at first? I don't. You really don't? I really don't. Oh, man. I definitely do. I, I was team white and gold. I was 100% white and gold. And when they said no, I, I remember now. I don't my remember ex being like, no, it's it's. Well, I say it's white and gold and dress? purple or whatever. Yeah, I just yeah. put the dress, honestly. I was so confused. Like, what are you talking about? And she was getting angry at me. Like, how do you see white and gold? I was with Hartzell, like, and he saw black and blue, and we were fighting for like an hour about it. 
Well, I'm like, look, this is obviously being shown to me because this is a big debate online. So why are you upset with me that I see something that seems a lot of people see? I'm not the only one. And I really, but I did think I was right. I thought, I can see it. We're going to figure out what this thing looks like, and I'm going to be right. And then once I saw the original dress, I was like, oh, man, was not right. <laughs> and now I can't see what I saw that first time. I don't know. Usually with those optical illusions, you I don't kind know of look away and go back, that. and yeah, I, go back I can't and go forth. back to it. Well, this guy has been accused. I don't even know if I'm looking at the right dress. Let me his, see. His name's uh, Kieran Johnston. He's from uh, the UK. One, yeah. He appeared. Yeah, what color do I see that? Why? What about this one? What do you see? That, that's, that's, don't look at that yeah, one. you can't. See, he already looked at the other one, though. Yeah. If you look at it, then it ruins yeah, you it. see white and gold or blue and black. There. Right there? Yeah. It's Wikipedia gonna, is just the dress. It's just, and does it have a picture of the original yeah. one up there? Yeah, yeah that ruins it. So what color do you uh, see no, in that no, picture? He sees the picture that was viral. First? But the one next to it was also the right, correct that, one. I the one he's looking at right now that. is the original picture. Yeah. But and, he already, and what do you see? What do you see in the original picture? Gold and white? You do see gold and white. Oh, so there you go. He sees gold and white right now. Just close my eyes. I see gold and white. Okay. I can't see the gold and white again. I've tried. You can't? No. It's all I saw for the first however long. I could not see the purple and black until they finally released a photo see? of the original dress. I can go back and forth, but I first saw white and gold. I can't see blue at all. Well, the, the picture there next to it. Snow go, back to that, go back to that one you just saw that, that showed the, the real one. Because the real one That's is what happened to me. Once I saw what it actually looked like, I could not see it. Pick it out for me. Anyway, this guy's uh, been charged that's with attempting to kill one, his right? wife. Wait, that's a real one? So that's actually what it looks like, yeah. And the you other want... picture was a bad picture with reflection the, and glare. fixing the color there to show what it actually looks like. Well, and there were pictures so of this the... This one's blue and black, and that one's white and gold. Right, right, exactly. They're different dresses. So, Con, what does it look like to you right now, white and gold? I can... Well, the side-by-side picture he shows, I can see it's showing both, honestly. Yeah, but... I can see both of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've looked away, obviously, plenty of times. I don't think about the dress all the time. I saw it this Anytime weekend. Anytime I see the picture, story, yeah. I, I can still. I, I, I looked at it again this weekend. I can't make the story. this one turn blue, though. There's no way. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I, what color I, is it really? Blue and black. Blue and black. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, there's a picture of the dress from the ad. That, well, that dress right there is not blue and black. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me that dress that I'm looking at right now is blue and black? It is. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I mean, this has caused like his, fights. Couples whole, were fighting yeah, about we it. We should my, fight. This whole world's dumb. That is not blue and black. There's no way it's blue and black. <laughs> my ex fought with me, and I said it was white and gold. Same thing. She was like, what is wrong with you? Why, why are you saying that? Look, that's blue right there. That's black. It just faded. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but you need to calm down. That's and then we got a divorce. White. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I saw gold and white, too, but it is blue and black. Well, the guy who took the picture. You saw blue and white? I saw white and gold first. Now I see mm. blue and black. Is there a blue and white option? No, sorry, I misspoke if I said that. Blue and black. Now I'm starting to get really confused. White and gold or blue and black were the two options. Well, white and gold, clearly. Well, that guy tried to choke his wife. You can see videos of him on Ellen. You can see the whole family sitting around on Ellen explaining the origin story of the dress that broke the Internet. They look happy. But, of course, at the time, I don't know, maybe they were just engaged. I'm not sure. But this story uh, alleges that for nearly 11, 11 years, he's repeatedly assaulted his wife. That's what prosecutors allege. And uh, that apparently he brandished a knife during this argument, threatened to kill her, chased her out to the car, punched her through an open car window, what color tried was to knife? strangle her. Didn't say. But, I mean, would we trust it coming from this guy anyway? Mm. He thought the dress was white and gold. I think. I actually don't remember what he thought originally, but I'm pretty sure he thought it was white and gold. Uh, Lisa Marie. Six months since we lost Lisa Marie, the only child of Elvis Presley. And what's his mom? What's her mom's name? I can't think of her mom now from The Naked Gun. What's Lisa Marie's mom's name? Oh, uh, Priscilla. Priscilla. Thank you, Priscilla. 
Uh, Priscilla Presley. Yeah, so she died six months ago, right after I went Twitch to Graceland. Twitch says like two days that later. saw blue. Oh, yeah, uh, well, that's, I guess that's why things on. work saw out. blue and black Come on, yeah. on that dress. Yeah. On and I said, look, unless you, want to, I said, unless you want to see it on your eye, then Come get on. out of here <laughs> and go be with him. Lisa Marie passed away literally, I think, like the day after I went to her house. I mean, they had stuff set up. They said she yeah. still comes to the house. Yeah. This is actually stuff that they've said over here. They will have Thanksgiving dinner here. That's what they were telling us. Did you do anything? Like, oh, I didn't do anything. I just found out like the next day. Wasn't it the next day or two days later she died? I was like, what the hell? Well, it turns out it was not drug-related as a lot of people online rudely tried to suggest with no evidence, obviously. Mm-hmm. She had been open in the past about her struggles with drugs and mental health, but she actually died from a complication, a really delayed complication from a weight loss surgery she'd had quite a while oh, back. And they don't say exactly which kind of weight loss surgery it was, but some sort of bypass, like gastric bypass or uh, I guess the lap band, maybe. No, because ha- I think the they said it has to be some sort sleeve. of... I think they said it couldn't be the sleeve. It had to be some sort of a bypass. But anyway, the, the surgery did something where it caused some little abrasion in her small intestine. She'd been having stomach pain for, I think they said a few days, and to the point where she was like getting sick and throwing up and did not seek medical treatment, and she died because I guess her... Small intestine ruptured. Six months after the sudden passing of Lisa Marie Presley, we're learning she likely died from a weight loss surgery complication. The L.A. County Medical Examiner saying she suffered from a small bowel obstruction that likely developed after she underwent bariatric surgery years ago. Presley had been complaining of abdominal pain on the morning of her death, according to the autopsy, and was later found unresponsive at home. Yeah, she was only 54 years old. They say... Small bowel obstruction, by the way, is a good emo band name. It's not bad. Not mm-hmm. bad. Uh, doctors say it is a known risk, but it is a rare risk. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about getting the old bypass there, don't let Lisa Marie's bowel, small bowel obstruction uh, steer you away. Now, that said, if you have pain, if you experience pain and nausea and that stuff, all of a sudden, go to the doctor. Because they're saying she probably could have been saved if she'd sought medical treatment, but she... She well, sometimes your stomach just hurts and you puke and you think you're sick. You don't think you have small bowel obstruction. I know, but you know what? Maybe if you've had surgery, then you should definitely. If you had the weight loss surgery and then suddenly... I wonder how long ago she had the weight loss surgery. Someone said it was years earlier. So I don't know how many years, if they ever said anywhere, but you would not think if it was years ago that this is related in any no. way to your weight loss surgery. And also, when was she big? Like, what was the biggest she could have been? I don't remember seeing pictures of her Me big either. ever. So are celebrities allowed to get... Well, they can afford it. I think anybody can get it as long as you pay for it. That's what I was going to ask you. If you're willing to pay out of pocket, mm-hmm. a doctor will do it as long yeah. as you're healthy enough for surgery? Okay. Because I know that in order to get the insurance to pay for it, you, you have, have to him. be, what, a certain BMI or something? Yeah. And then some insurance will pay for it? What are you doing, Snowcount? Giving you the 10-minute signal. Yeah, you telling me to wrap it up? Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. We'll be done when we're done. Wrap it up. The commissioner just of the talking police, nonsense now. Detroit police commissioner. <laughs> yeah, I know him. Was busted. Good. With a hooker. Can you believe this? Of course. 7 a.m. The sun was up and everything. He's in there getting a sex act. Sex act 7 a.m. is when he was doing it? They said it was early morning in the sun. Early morning, I think huh? they said 7. From my information, when they came upon his vehicle, he was having a sex act conducted on him. At that time, Mr. Brian Ferguson stepped out, identified himself as a Detroit police commissioner. Obviously, it was blatant. It's, you know... Seven o'clock in the morning, it, you know, it's light out. Morning. A title or a position uh, doesn't make him above the law. Okay, oh, sure I don't does. understand. How does a police commissioner, if you get pulled over or if a cop sees you, whatever, in the car, and there's a sex act being performed on you, how do you get in trouble for that as a cop? You're the commissioner, not just a cop. You're the commissioner. Well, it's not, illegal. 
I understand, but I'm saying he's a police officer. I would think that these cops would work for him. Who's getting him in trouble? Hmm. I know that it's illegal, okay? And I know Wayne, um, looks like it was a sheriff. So what, the sheriff, now it's like, I'm not, the sheriff's like, look, I don't work for you. You guys don't have some sort of gentleman's agreement? Like, hey, yeah, but I'm still the police Maybe commissioner. Maybe job. Maybe who wants whose job? The sheriff wants the, sheriff the police wants commissioner's, commissioner's job? job. Yeah, good luck. Mm. Now everyone knows you're a rat. I don't think they're going to be quick to promote At that time, you. Mr. Let's see. Special operations with Wayne County Sheriff's Office said Ferguson was in the area of Schaefer and Schoolcraft in Detroit engaging in a sex act with a woman Wednesday morning. At the time, Mr. Brian Ferguson stepped out, identified himself as Detroit Police Commissioner, said Wayne County Sheriff's Office Captain Jason Bates. A title or position doesn't make them above the law. He was given a ticket for indecent and obscene conduct, and his vehicle was towed. They, said, they say that he asked if they could help him out. That's a quote. Like, hey, I'm the police commissioner. Could you help me out? Yeah, no kidding. Of course he of said course that. He did. Of course he said that. I can't believe you couldn't help him out. There must be some sort of rivalry between the sheriff's department and the police there. There has to be. Or maybe there is everywhere. uh, He made a statement. Did you read his statement? Who? Bates? Brian Ferguson. No, I did not. He said, today multiple media outlets released information alleging indecent conduct this morning. The allegation is untrue. Oh, deny it. And the situation is a big misunderstanding. I do not want this personal matter to become a distraction from the important oversight work this board has to do. For that reason, I make a decision to step back from the board uh, meetings for a time. The board and public should remain focused on the important work of oversight, transparency, and accountability. How many commissioners are there? I was asking. I look forward to re-engaging with you soon. Huh? She was my friend. That's what he's yeah. going with, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a misunderstanding. We've known each other. I was giving her a ride. She's a friend, and she needed five bucks for gas. Said, uh, let's see. It said I don't see his statement on it, but it said, um, I just can't believe they couldn't get him. Like, just send him home. I'm surprised they didn't. I, maybe there's a known thing between sheriffs and cops that they don't like each other, or maybe just in this. Ferguson instance, claims the woman unexpectedly odd. jumped in her truck and was trying to kick her out. Oh, wait, hold on. Who said that? Ferguson, this doesn't make sense. I'm reading just the way it said. So it must be written wrong. Ferguson, or I'm just dumb. Ferguson claims the woman unexpectedly jumped in her truck. And was trying to kick her out. He released a restate. It had to have been in his truck. He mu- must have been re- right. supposed to say his truck, and he was trying to kick her out. I don't know what happened. She won't get out of my car. She keeps <laughs> me. <laughs> I told her to leave, okay, and she here. won't. Police commissioner caught in car with prostitute has bizarre explanation. I should see. Um, I'm done talking about it. That's just not what happened, he told the Detroit Free Press. Um, Ferguson claims the woman, who he did not know, tried to get into his truck on Wednesday morning when law enforcement just pulled up right on me. This is rough. This is rough to tell because now I'm going to have to have this conversation with my family. Ferguson said, adding that he had told the deputies that he's a police commissioner and wasn't hiding anything. So basically... She jumped in my car and she wouldn't leave. I was trying to get out of my car. This is some sort of a sting, maybe. I, I bet the sheriff's behind this. Yep. I wouldn't put it past the sheriff of I Wayne County. Is it Wayne County? Wayne Detroit? County Sheriff. Yeah, I'll bet it's sheriff's well, department. You're right. I mean. Let him go. I, I mean, look, I know we, we can argue about. It's a perk of the, the business. Right. This isn't a DUI. And I know we've argued about that. Like, that's putting people's uh, safety at risk, their lives at risk. I get it. You got you to gotta, you gotta stop them. But for this, there's no perks. 
there's got to be perks. Uh, every job has perks. Yeah. Every job. And I, I'm, I'm with people who say hey, you no. You work at 7-Eleven, you get Slurpees, man. That's the way it goes. Right. And people got mad at me when I said the thing you're about the cop with the DUI. You're right. The DUI thing that you should still get in trouble, right. or at least still get taken off the road. Right. But for this, come on. It's not like this guy who was in the car voted to outlaw sex workers. It's not like he's, you know, if it was something like that where he were a big advocate to, you know, lock up prostitutes or whatever. But I would expect there's a, a, if I got caught with a prostitute, I would expect there's a 50-50 shot. You let me go. Right. You don't tell me. Just be like, come on, dude. What are you doing? Especially 7 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Obviously, there's something wrong. Super horny. Getting prostitutes at 7 in the morning You're the police commissioner? How do they know that she's a prostitute? Couldn't they say when they see the cop walking up, like, act like you're my girlfriend? Couldn't they just say, like, what are you guys out doing? I mean, I know she's wearing a short skirt and stripper shoes. Maybe. Maybe not. But couldn't you just say, like, we're out getting some breakfast? Detroit hookers, not a lot of stripper shoes. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So then she could have blended in. You could have just said, this is this is my girlfriend or my mother. Boy. My sister? Risky pick as a girlfriend, but okay. <laughs> This is someone I'm, I was telling I'd be more embarrassed to say it's my girlfriend. She needs a ride. Anything well, other some than... Some of the women I've been with, I'd be more embarrassed to be like, this is my girlfriend. They'd be like, Jesus, son. <laughs> right, I get that. You're better off to be That's like, man, fair. I've been drinking all night, 7 in the morning. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing here. I felt bad for her. I didn't feel bad for her, but I mean, like, look, this, this ain't me. That would have been a rough weekend. Yeah, and if you said that, I would let you go. Yeah, you don't have to be a cop. Home. You certainly don't have to be the commissioner. If you were the police commissioner, if you said that, I'd be like, okay. You know what, though? If you said you were a judge, then I might be like, you know what? Mm. I'm, I'm putting you in cuffs. I don't know. It depends on me. I guess you know. at that point, I'm already a cop, so I, suppose right. I, yeah. I work with prosecutors and judges and all that. But still, uh, an, a, a cop, a commissioner, whatever, prostitute in the car, 7 a.m., now he's 7 a.m. is a trick, man. It's, it's the thing. And now he's got to make this big statement. His wife has to listen to this. His family, has, as he's mm. like, and then she jumped into my car and I said, oh, no, no. And she wouldn't go away. And then she unzipped my That's pants. That's the other thing. Don't it's do that. It's so embarrassing. Just don't say anything. Just lay low and tell your wife, like, they are after me. These sheriffs are after me. I know exactly what they're doing. I'm, I'm not making any statements. Anything. But don't go public yeah. with the story about how she jumped in your car and wouldn't stop taking your Just pants off. Just resign and drive somewhere else. Or that. Yeah, leave disappear. Disappear. If it bothers you this much, if you're this worried just about go. it, Just go. Just be like, leave. I resign. Get in your car and drive to another city. Yeah, like Vegas, where you won't get in trouble yeah. for stuff like this. Just start a new job. The Church of Laszlo. All right, come on. Let's talk. Let's I'm, talk about something fun, huh? Well, I'm excited. Snowcone's got something he wants to talk about. He does? Mm. Yep. Is a problem with something? Nope. It's something he worked on, Laszlo. Mm-hmm. He worked on it all afternoon. Got here early today to work on it, as a matter of fact. What? I think he's going to do great. I think he's going to do awesome. I think the execution. You're doing it. It's your thing. You're going to do I it. I wrote it for you. No. Yes, Snow I did. Cone. I sent it to you. No, I'm you, not doing it. You took the time no, to write it out. I'm you not pulled doing audio. It. I'm not I doing it. I think it's a good idea. You do it. Don't let him. So, thank please. you. Yes. Stop. It's his baby. No, I don't yeah, even know whatever. what it is. Look, he's a producer. I'm not I'm sure a producer. I, even I wrote it for you. I sent it to you. You have to make it come to life. I don't know what it is, but don't let him do it. But I don't really know what it is. I know it has something to do with the lottery. Yes, you do. You know exactly what it is. I know that the Powerball and Mega Millions is. Come on, come on. Just go with it now. It's supposed to be like a billion dollars. Over a billion dollars combined. Actually, I have a news story here. Hold there on, somewhere. Pull it up. Nationwide, here. there is a case of lottery fever, and it's yeah, growing along fever. with the jackpots. $900 million up for grabs in tonight's Powerball. The Mega Millions prize skyrocketed to $640 million. Okay, so over a billion combined. You got to win both of them, I guess, to get over a billion. But whatever, just buy tickets for both. So, Snow Cone, 
because of this. It's a good time to talk about the curse of the lottery. The curse over, of the lottery. But not me talk about it. You talk about yeah. it. Me. I will show you about on the TV curse show. of sure. the lottery. Yeah, yes. that's a good show. What Sorry. was that on? TLC or something? I haven't seen it. I, I pulled some stories. Why I do wrote those people, some scripts for Swim. Great. Why do those people audio? always buy businesses? You know, it's like they, they win $100 million and they're like, now I'm going to open, open a battery store. store. I'm like, why are you opening a battery store? You've already got the money. Stupid people. And I guess you're like, well, I want to stay busy. Well, you could stay busy yeah. and not blow golf. through $100 million, I would think. But you know what? I don't know. Maybe you just think I've always wanted to own a business and you, you got plenty of time now. You give it a shot. Boy, I'm... I yeah, just, I can't I do the math on that. that itch. Yeah, Be, well, just so because weird. I'm like, if I open my own business, if I just say I open my own business, and what would my end goal be? Yeah, uh, to make if that business was wildly successful, make nine hundred million dollars. Right. Well, I already have it, Over so the of then this the business doesn't really matter. Yeah. No, it's I don't know what the return is on a restaurant right. or a battery store or whatever it is. I did see a guy open a battery store one time. I was going to say, why did he bring that Yeah, because right. it was on that show. He bought a battery store. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Now, he may not have won $100 million. There were some of those people that win like $3 million, They buy a house and like, I should do something with the leftover money and other than just invest it. I'm like, well, I would just invest it mm. if it's between that and the battery store. But whatever. I don't know, I, battery store. It, maybe it works. Maybe that guy Sounds owns a bunch of them now. now. You say it. He might own a whole bunch. Maybe all of our batteries yeah, came from Yeah, if you're like lifting them for electric cars or something, I could see that. Yeah, I think he was selling them for like, you know, drones and stuff and mm. remote controls. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, anyway. All right, so we're going to talk about the curse of the lottery coming up, Lazar. Are you excited? Yeah. Curse of the lottery. Brought to you by Snowcone, but not presented by Snowcone. It's the Church of Lazar. All right. Tell me. The Curse of the Lottery, brought to you by Snowcone, presented by myself, and uh, presented to Laszlo. Laszlo, the Mega Millions and Powerball jackpots are at a combined one point something billion. Mm. So people have lottery fever, right? Sure. I saw for one of them, I, I think they said Powerball, your chances of winning were like one in 294 million, something like that. Right, right? but that when, when the jackpots get this high, that's when people start to really get also, excited. Also, you know, your chance is zero if you don't have a ticket. That's exactly right. I do know that. 100% no chance you can win it that I can think of if you don't have a ticket. Someone around you doesn't have a ticket that you can steal. You're going to have to get a ticket at least. So these are, we've heard the curse of the lottery. A lot of people believe that it's a real thing. A lot of people's lives on that show... Uh, I think it was a TLC show. They would ask the, a lot of those people that were still around, you know, did you, do you wish you had won the lottery? Are you happy you won it or not? And I was always surprised at how many people would say, I wish I'd never won the lottery because all the friends that I had before, some of them lifelong friends, I stopped talking to because, like, they ask for money. I give them some money. It's not enough. You gave this person more. People get mad at you. Sure. Uh, and so you lose all those friendships. You don't know who to trust anymore. Your new friends are people that are probably right. just looking for your money. I think possibly one of the worst examples is Jack Whitaker. And you may have heard this story somewhere before. I've heard of him. I think you really probably have seen this story on some show, some investigation discovery thing. You probably dated him, yeah. Or you guys went to the strip club together at the very least. Because he was was known to do that. So Jack was rich on his own. He was a contractor. Mm -hmm. He was already worth, I think they said something like $17 million he's reported to have been worth. But he wins the lottery. And at the time, I think it was the largest jackpot ever awarded. It was $315 million. Mm-hmm. So Artie Ward, $17 million, already a very rich guy, wins $315 million. He decides that uh, he's going to take the lump sum, which is $113 million. That's not a bad lump sum. So $113 million is what he gets to take home. Now, Jack was a very generous person with his money. He was uh, the kind of guy that if you asked him for money, he was probably better than... 50% chance I'd say that he's going to give it to you. Like the woman who sold him the ticket. 
at the gas station. He, sure. He bought her a car and a house and I think oh, some other nice. stuff. Like, yeah, he went out of his way. And he gave people and his family money. And then he also started these like charities. I know he pledged 10% of his winnings to some Christian charities thing. And it was like in the state of West Virginia, right? That's West right. Virginia yep. Christian Charities. Mm-hmm. Uh, he donated $14 million to set up the Jack Whitt- Whitaker Foundation. And that provided food and clothing to low-income families in West Virginia. And it, so he was just a gregarious guy, right? Gave people money, and he was social and, and happy to help out. He also had an issue with wanting to carry a lot of cash on him, yeah. on his person, yeah, like in a car. So one night he was he at a strip club. got stri- stolen, right? Several times. One time he was at a strip club. Thieves broke into his car. They stole a suitcase from his car that had $545,000 in cash in the suitcase. And of course, the cops ask him, why did you carry that much money? Why did you have all that money on you? And he said, because I can. It was just that simple. He didn't really have an answer. I guess he's just like, I have $545,000 in cash in a suitcase. I'll carry it if I want to. Is that against the law, by the way? It's not, right? No. You can't get it on an airplane, but you're allowed to. If you get pulled over and have half a million dollars in cash, I'm sure they're going to want to ask you some follow-up questions, but I don't think you're breaking any laws. So he gets the $545,000 stolen out of his car at the strip club. Then in another incident, the general manager and a dancer at that same strip club were arrested and charged with conspiring to put drugs in his drink and then rob him. So this is a place that I assume he frequents. He's a good customer. He tips sure. the dancers well. The general manager should be happy to see him. Instead, the general manager conspires with the dancer to drug this guy because they think he's got all this cash probably out in his car. You know, we could go steal it. Now, there was another time that someone broke into his car, and they made off with $200,000. Separate issue here. Uh, but I guess that money was somehow recovered. Cops found them and got that money back. So at the same time that this is all going on, cash is being stolen. He's at the strip club. His company, that company that had already made him a millionaire, this general contracting company, started getting all these frivolous lawsuits. They were getting hit left and right because people were sure. after his money. So he had to spend millions of dollars in legal fees trying to keep his business open and, and fight these allegations. Now, he also had a granddaughter named Brandy. Yeah. And this is the story that I remember seeing stuff about. And I don't know what the show was, but Brandy, I guess, was kind of his favorite. He gave her a lot of money. He bought her, I think, four different cars. Um, but all this wealth that she had kind of maybe backfired in the sense that it attracted a, a bad crowd. On September 16th, 2004, she had this boyfriend named Jesse. He was like an on-again, off-again boyfriend. And he was found dead at one of Jack's homes in West Virginia. He had several properties. And I got it that this was the place that she stayed. This was basically like her right. house. Yeah. But, so her on-again, off-again boyfriend is found dead there. The coroner's report says that he died from overdosing. A combination of oxycodone, she died. Demerol. She died later. I was going to get to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He dies from oxycodone, Demerol, methadone, and cocaine. And then just three months later, Brandy's found dead on the same property. Uh, or wait, maybe it was a different, different property. property. It was a different house. property. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was at a friend's house when she died. But she'd been reported missing like a week before that's right. they found out that she was mm-hmm. dead there. Her body was wrapped in plastic. They dumped her behind a, a junked van. Like this, I mean... This isn't like she overdosed and nobody found her for a while. Someone was trying to mm-hmm. harm her, it looked like, and, and hide her body. They said cocaine and methadone were found in her system, but the cause of her death was ruled to be undetermined, and no one was ever charged with the crime. So during all this, now he's lost his granddaughter. Yeah. She's wrapped up in a sheet of plastic. This is after her boyfriend had died from an overdose. He's got this wife that he's been with since he was 14 years old. They've been married for 40-some years. Uh, they're not doing so well. Their relationship's starting to unravel. You know, he, he drinks a lot. He spends a lot of time at the strip club. Apparently, he also liked to fight. He gets, you know, he can defend himself. I he can like hire the guy. Of course. 
And he also liked to get a little handsy with women sometimes, maybe offer them money to sleep with them, take oh, off their clothes, animal. things like that. But my thing is, if he's doing that at a strip club, you know, I don't that's know. what you're supposed he's to do. He's doing it at yeah, Walmart, whatever. then it's a problem, right? But I don't know where he was doing it. They just say that the at this point Worth there was a lot million of dollars, and you're in Walmart, you can do whatever you, you can, want. I think you can, yeah. You're literally, so, you can be like, I'll just well, I'll just buy this entire store. Things aren't going well with his wife. I guess she's not happy about this stuff. And then he gets popped for a DUI, and it seems like that was kind of one of the last straws Man. there. He gets the DUI. Wives hate that. And then he gets sued by Caesars Casino in Atlantic City for bouncing one and a half million dollars worth of checks that were supposed to cover gambling fees. And then in 2007, his 42-year-old daughter, which was Brandy's mom, by the way, found dead. Mm. Yeah, so now the boyfriend dies, Brandy dies, and now Brandy's mother is dead, which is his daughter. In 2008, his wife finally divorces him after uh, 42 years. He gets dragged into this really ugly, uh, you know, lengthy dispute about money, I'm sure, and everything else. And uh, then, as if things weren't bad enough after she leaves... His home in West Virginia burns to the ground. He says mm. he forgot to get insurance for it. Wasn't insured. It happens. And he dies on June 27th, 2020. I mean, his life completely unraveled once he won that money. It was about, what, like a 17... What year did he win it? It was like early 2000s, right? Now he's dead. You have to have money to exist in this world, but money, money doesn't rule the world. Money, money is not what makes people happy. You know, family is what is dear. And now you've lost your granddaughter... You're about to be divorced from your wife. Where does this ever end? Well, I don't know where it'll end, but, you know, I just, I, I don't like Jack Whitaker. I don't like what? I don't like the hard heart Jack I've got. Uh, oh, who's he become? I just don't like what I've become. I pretty much lost everything I held dear in my life. I feel bad for Jack. You know, he had $115 million in cash that he had, plus the $17 million he was already worth. No, well, he didn't lose all of it, right? Couldn't, couldn't buy him happiness. No, but he, he lost his granddaughter, his daughter, his wife. He's talking about, you know, mm. the money didn't buy happiness. It's a family. Mm. But it seems like he learned that lesson the hard way after everyone well, is gone. Well, I mean, gone. his daughter and granddaughter dying is tragic, but that yeah. happens to people. It does. And it also yeah. happens to people who aren't doing that money. True. They definitely tried to make it seem like the people that were around his granddaughter were around her trying to get to her money. Mm. And that there were a lot of people out trying to get his money, trying to get the family's money, and that that's why, like, that that's how her boyfriend came around in the first place was that, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the way they try to portray it. Look, I understand that when you win a lot of money, people come after you. They'll start writing you letters and just asking, can I have some money? I've got a sick kid or whatever. We hear about lottery winners getting those letters. While you were talking about this, I'd already written an email to Jack until I found out he died. Yeah, he died. So you're like, yo. Write it to his wife. She might AC's still be out. <laughs> right. That's it. Just the AC. Well, come on. I've man. never been to a strip club. Hate the prices. I love the strip club. I don't can't pay for the AC because I go to the strip club all the goddamn time. You get it. Don't, don't tell yeah, me you got to custom the letter to the person. Yeah, I get it. You know, he's going to be more apt to you know throw you some money when you tell him you're doing that stuff. Well, uh, the begging for money thing, okay. The, the friends coming up and wanting money, I, you know, it seems odd. I, you would hope that your friends wouldn't do that, but it seems like they all do, so I don't know. But the thing I don't understand is taking it so far as to kill someone, which does happen in some of these stories. And the craziest one, I think, is Abraham Shakespeare. This is another guy you've probably oh, seen stuff about. Abe. Yep. Old Abe Shakespeare. 2006. He is a high school dropout and a convicted convict. Uh, he couldn't like read. He couldn't read. He won $40 million in the Florida lottery. Nice. Now, the trouble started immediately for Abe because when he went to buy this ticket, 
The story that I heard was that he told his coworker, hey, he gave him cash, go in there and buy me a lottery ticket. The coworker comes back, gives him a lottery ticket. So, of course, because he won the $40 million, the coworker tries to say, hey, that was my lottery ticket, or we were supposed to split that lottery ticket. But he, he accuses him of stealing it. So he takes him to court. He takes Abe to court. He, Abe ends up winning the case, but that's just the beginning of his problems. And again, that happened like as soon as he won. He meets this woman named Dee Dee Moore. She says that she wanted to write about his experience and help him manage his money. Because at this point, he was also a really generous guy. Gave out gave, tons, gave out of, tons money. of money. He, like he had a friend who was a barber, I think, and needed help, a uh, business loan, and was mm-hmm. talking about how expensive the interest and was. was. And he's like, hey, basically. I'll just, I'll just yeah. give you the money, and then you can pay me back. Which that guy I've actually seen, the, the barbershop owner, he still does interviews sometimes and says, I, I, you know, like I was actually paying him back. I wasn't just going to take the money. But he gave a lot of people money, just like Jack did. And so this woman comes along, and she says, listen, I want to write about your experiences, and I would like to help you manage your money. So he's like, okay. So he agrees. Come write about me, and you can help me manage my money. Now, surprise, surprise, Dee Dee immediately starts spending his money on herself. She buys herself a Hummer. Uh, she bought herself a Corvette. Somehow she got his home to be in her name. Like, she took possession of the home, and I don't remember. It's been a while since I've watched that thing about him, but I think... Could he, like, not even get into his own home? Or somehow she ended up with the house. Yeah, she has, like, possession she, of the house. She had house. possession yeah. of the home at one point. And she already bought these cars, which are pretty flashy vehicles that you'd think he'd notice she didn't buy until after they met. But he asked her about it, and uh, she, you know, claims everything's on the up and up. Look, I'm a financial investor and an author and all this stuff. It's going to mm-hmm. be okay. You're giving too much money out. She was putting together a list of people that owed him money. And saying, we, we need to go start collecting this. Now, it seems like looking back that the truth is, by the time she was putting those lists together, it might be because she had spent all of his money. And I have a feeling, just from the stuff that I've read, that she runs out of money and she's like, all right, how can we be out of money already? Who owes you money? And that's when she finally is like, we should put this list together and go find these people who owe you money. They should really get, and then, of course, you go to talk to these people. And I'm sure they quickly realized that they're not going to get this money back. So um, what does she do? People are suspicious of her a little bit. The right. money's disappearing. He's got some questions that she doesn't have good answers for, so she kills him. She kills Abe. Seems reasonable. Buries his body under con- concrete slabs at her boyfriend's house. Mm. Um, you know, she went to all this work to, to try and make it look like he was still alive after he died. She's sending texts from his phone. You know, that old thing. Smart. Yep. Uh, talking like to family members like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, I'm just out clearing my head. You know, seeing how much time you can buy. I guess if they do ever find the body, you're hoping they don't. But if they do, then it throws off the investigation. Well, when did he die? Well, she was right. gone, you know, whatever. But she's, she just, she, she's one of these people who cannot deal with the problem that's in front of her. So she keeps it? making it worse and worse. Well, the problem at first was she didn't have any money, so she decides she's going to take advantage of this Seemed guy. Seemed like she figured but that out. she goes through his money fast, and she doesn't have any mm. reasons for why the money's gone or why she owns these cars. She doesn't have good answers for him. Or like, hey, what was this plan about managing my money? I thought we were going to do something here. And family members like, who is this woman? And why is she driving these cars all of a sudden? Like, Abe, she's taking advantage of you. At this point... She does the old thing where she turns him against everyone else. Hey, they're the ones who took advantage of yeah. you. You can't trust any of your friends or family. They all just asked you for money. You've already given them money. Yeah. Nothing's going to be good enough for them. So she, she isolates him, and then she ends up killing him, putting him under a concrete slab, texting friends and family from Abe's phone so that you know she can pretend like he's alive. When she's finally arrested, she made up several versions of events that led to his death. Um, you got the Do audio? I think that you're a cold-blooded killer? No, I, I hope you're not a cold-blooded killer. I have not killed him. I hope he's not even dead. He's not. 
Moore gave a wide variety of excuses why Abraham Shakespeare disappeared. Because he wanted to pretend that he was dying of AIDS so that he doesn't have to pay child support and people won't look for him if he's dying of AIDS. Then there was the blackmail excuse. It was a videotape of him having sex with a 14-year-old girl. Then came the tears. Every my month, family's being months. affected. My <laughs> mom's got heart problems. She's over my house right now cleaning for Thanksgiving. They were my own parents were scared to come to my house for Thanksgiving. One detective told the jury Moore even made a pass at him after the interrogation. She actually came toward me and she said she that I wasn't going to get angry that I was going to have sex with her. Yeah, that's she fair. She said she was very attracted to me. Can't say angry at me. I've got a hummer. Clear that I would pursue a relationship with yeah. her. I tried that when the lady cop pulled me over. It didn't work. Yep. I was like, come here, baby girl. I think they're supposed to try it with you. Why don't you let me off? Why don't you let me off this ticket? I'll give you a little kiss, kiss. <laughs> and then she's like, you imagine guys trying that with women. Yeah, I've heard stories about it happening. I don't know if it's true or not. I can't imagine it ever works. I wouldn't think so. I'm surprised it ever works for me. That's how ever. powerful women are. Yes. They literally are. Like, I know you saw there's this big disadvantage between men and women. And there sure. are, like, but women. There are some advantages. You hold the ultimate power and you know it. And and you use it. Our weak minds. You're like, hey, uh, as soon as a cop pulls you over, you start talking different. Yep. It's the you know, it's it's, it's the vagina. It's you have one. It's horny, and it there's a limited works. amount of them. Yep. And uh, like you know, people really want them. And even more limited to the number of women that have talked to me in a flirtatious manner right. in my entire that. life. Even there's and a now limited here you amount are. of vaginas. Right, now here we are, and you're flirting with me in your car window, and I know that what you want is out of this ticket. What I want is this attention and maybe a little more. There's a lot of demand you. for vagina. What are you going to do? Say no? Well, you, have a, you, have a, you have the supply. You actually have an unlimited supply because you have one. The only reason this cop didn't sleep with Dee Dee is because they were videotaping these interrogations. she would have thought about it. If this were before videotapes, trust me, she would be off and they'd be like, why didn't she ever get arrested? We don't know. They just didn't have enough evidence. They'd be like, no, because we got a text message from him and he's... uh, (laughs) He's alive. He didn't want to talk to you. Yeah. He had AIDS and just leave him alone. He had AIDS and he hates his kids, whatever. His business, he's the lotto winner, right? Then that guy, they're like, why is the cop driving around in a Hummer? (laughs) Right. I mean, that's it, right? That's it. That's how it goes down if those cameras are not, I promise you. Absolutely. But because of the cameras, she was convicted of first-degree murder. genetic lotto with that vagina of yours. (laughs) Man, that's good, huh? Are we done? That's it. All right, well, good show, Abe Shakespeare, Jack Whitaker, and whoever else. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.